Hey everybody, welcome back to Movies on Our Minds, guys, the podcast in Atlanta to where we get to talk about movies. This is an episode I've been waiting so long to talk about. I'm finally glad that I got the people here today with me. I'm going to start off on my right-hand side with Rock9. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Not much, not much. I, I remember the day where I called you and said, yo, you finally saw Onward, and you're like, yeah, I don't feel like talking about it until we sit down oh, and yeah, talk yeah, about I this movie. That. Yeah, yeah, so that was I, me. I literally have no idea what you think about this movie at all. Yeah, exactly. And across from me, I have Sham returning with us too. What's up? What's up? Mm. Glad to be back. Yep. Last time she was here, she talked about Queen and Slim with us. Now, oh, we got another movie starring who? Who's the star? Oh, my girl Lena. My girl Lena in that thing. You know, mm. doing who is her that? thing thing. Lena Way. Okay. She okay. she was in a. Did you see a Ready Player One? Yeah. She was the uh, she was the girl with dreadlocks, and she. You know, no, no, no. I know you. I'm seen pretty it. sure when I see her, I know yeah, her. But was, yeah, yeah. Like, she was the one that said, "What do you think I'm doing? Getting my Mario Kart in?" I was like, "Oh, that line, that line." Mm. You liked that, didn't you? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. But anyway, with that being said, the movie that we're talking about is Onward, the newest Disney Pixar film, and this movie stars Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. It was released uh, not too long ago, like a few weeks ago, actually, and um. Unfortunately, due to a certain pandemic that's out, theaters around are closing down. A lot of people aren't going to see it. And so, you know, it's not, I don't think it's going to make its money, to be honest. Uh, that's one thing I wanted to talk about, too. The budget was 100 to 200 million. And so far, it's only brought in 102.7 million. I don't know, like, what to say about that. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's going to be like uh, what Universal is doing right now, which is basically they're taking all their movies in theaters and releasing it on VOD for the time being. That would be smart. And yeah, that's kind of what that I'm seeing. Smart. Even even like the movie called uh, Trolls World Tour. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone really know, cares uh, about. I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. They're, they're saying like that's going to just go straight to VOD. I think it may go to theaters still if theaters will open at the time. But just go to Netflix. Nah. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, I just see Onward like going to Disney Plus, you yes, know, which very I, quickly. Yeah, it, it'll do good there though. I think so too because it's like when I saw the movie, I I thought this was more of a great Disney Plus movie than in theaters. Granted, it's Pixar and it was fine for what it was, mm-hmm. but I just see it more as a Disney Plus original film from Pixar. If that makes sense. I mean, I just kind of feel like they didn't really push the movie out enough either. Oh, what, the marketing wasn't that good? Yeah. No. I feel like the marketing... Like, I literally seen a trailer probably once. I don't think I saw the trailer until I was about to buy the tickets, which was oh, for today. Real? When I saw it, like, what, a couple of hours ago? Yeah, the marketing, um, it was, it was Yeah, it was it was, it was was very misleading because they had they made Lena Waite's character. I know that's always coming out of my mouth. But it made her character seem like it was going to be a more pivotal character in, in, the, um, in the film itself. But... Mm-hmm. The whole LGBTQ first openly character was literally one line. So I was like, I was a little underwhelmed, but I understand that's not the point of the movie. It was just right. like, they focused a lot of the media on the wrong thing. Right. And that was actually a reason I wanted to bring you in because you had some doubts before you even watched the film from what you heard from uh, everything that was surrounding this film about that character. As a matter of fact, too, um, there's a band in Centris. Uh, censorship of the film in a couple places. Mm-hmm. Uh, what place is it? It's like in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's basically in uh, Arab countries. But one place, which is in Russia, 
instead of uh, banning the film, they just uh, replaced the line with, what, what is the line? You remember the line. So in the scene, they're talking about um, basically about parenting and the fear of parenting. So Lena's character um, resonates with the other officer that the two boys were impersonating via magic. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, oh, yeah, I can understand you know where you're coming from. Parenting is scary. My girlfriend's oh, yeah, daughter is making me want to pull my hair out. Don't worry about it. And she goes on to say something else. So that was it. Like you never, there was, there's no other mentioning of anything else queer throughout the whole film. It was just that one line. So I was like, you trying like was Disney trying to get a pat on the back? Like what? I don't know. I didn't understand that because I don't know if a lot of kids or uh, parents out there are like after hearing that even before seeing the movie. Like I don't want my children to see this and then grow up a certain way because of this film. Yada yada yada. I think that's what it was, and that's why they uh, banned it in mm-hmm. uh, Arab countries. But in Russia, what they did was, instead of saying girlfriend, they just replaced the word uh, girlfriend with partner. So mm-hmm. it said, my partner's daughter got me pulling my hair out. That's it's also kind of inclusive. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that, because yeah. it doesn't solidify that it is you know a male. So I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really didn't have a place yeah. in the film. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they just kind of like trying to push it. And they like forced it in there just out of nowhere. Yeah, it was very random. Yeah, and it didn't, like you said, it didn't really have a place. It didn't really impact the story in any way. It did, yeah, it was. So I feel like, honestly, to me, if you're gonna bring the, that type of thing into cinematic spaces, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand it's supposed to be normal now, but in cinema, like it's not still in mainstream film. So if you're gonna bring it into the film, I feel like it should be somewhat important yeah like yeah well let me ask do you feel like uh even for that character for two seconds she fit the world of what they have built to where it's you know it's basically a modern world that's based off of fantasy but it's just driven by technology it's it's basically the world that we live in today Mm -hmm. and that's what they're trying to portray so it's like with that being said do you still feel like it was misplaced in the film where it's like i guess i could see that but it's just like something that's there and gone in two seconds to where you just don't even notice it unless you're really paying that much attention. And even yeah. so, is it like, is it really that bothering? Like, like honestly, until you repeated the line, I completely forgot about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like you said, it was there for two seconds and gone again. So it's like, did it matter? Did it not? Do we even need to be talking about it? Like, I what, don't know. What did you think of the design of the character? That was something else that you were talking about earlier. So originally in the articles that I read go, um, going up into the film, they only had like her, her like a headshot. Keep backing away. Um, they only had a headshot of her, so all you could really see is her neck up. So mm-hmm. it looked like it was going to be like a big character. I don't know because the head is big, got the one big eye. Like it wasn't like the most appealing thing in the world. But it's, I mean, it's a monster, so it's fine. But then you see the actual character, and she's like very sculpted and like has like an athletic body or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's flattering in a sense. I was expecting the opposite. But then again, it didn't... Is that something close to the actress in real life, though? Well, from what I see, Lena wears like sort of a lot of... Not a lot of form-fitting clothes. And the the uniform for the officer was very form-fitting. So I guess in that way, it was a contrast. It didn't really fit Lena. But were they trying to avatar her? I don't know. But I don't really think so because it didn't... I don't know. I don't know what she looked like up on her clothes, but... I got you. I don't know. She don't wear clothes like that. (laughs) Right, right. So, at the end, it was just like, it's not as big as everyone's making it at 
all. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a, the the base the point of the film. Like it wasn't. Yeah, we could have done without it, which is kind of ironic. But I'll leave that alone. But that's just uh, one part of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to talk about the general story, because again, this is going to be spoiler filled. It's been out for some weeks, and I'm ready to talk about uh, the newest Pixar film with again Tom Holland, Chris Pratt. Uh, let's just jump right into it. What did you guys think? Um, for me, I think it was it was a solid film. You know, it was uh, mostly with the uh, fantasy part of it. Like I did kind of like the way they incorporated it, but the first. 10 to 20 minutes or so i was thinking i don't really understand the point of this like they gave when they gave the backstory i was like how is this going to be incorporated and then it's just there because this is just one specific spell to bring back uh their father from the dead which don't get me wrong i understand and i see how that specific part does come back and i understand how it makes for some jokes but I i don't know what did you guys think about that the fantasy element of the film um, well, the, the incorporation of magic being like an ancient way that, that their people used to live and then all of a sudden technology beat all of that out was mm. kind of like, I was like, hmm, when I saw that is that's like the main storyline. So, um, I mean, them trying to, now that, I, now that you say it, now that I think about it, them, like the two brothers being the only two people like at this time that are like even playing around with magic or even trying to use their spells or anything um, did seem kind of like weird now that I think about it because it's like, how is, uh, what was the, the youngest character's name? I think um, it was uh, Ian. Yeah, Ian. For Ian to be, he just randomly, like we didn't get any backstory as to why he was specifically the one who was the wizard. Like he just happened to be the one. Um, why is it just him that is now wielding all of this magic and walking around with the staff? I don't know. Did I miss something? I think the point of that was just the irony that the person that isn't about it can do it, and the person that's all about it does not have the magic within okay. him. I okay. think that's where the uh, where some of the conflict came in to where because if you think about it, when they go on the quest, if uh, Bartley, I think uh, that's Chris Pratt's character name, if he was able to do everything that was in his mind, then mm-hmm. Ian is just. He's just a tag along. He's just okay. He's right. just as it useless their, as the legs. It makes them. And, and I was going to actually say that yeah. because um, during the film, as he started to do his check mark on the list, he was experiencing those things with his brother. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he got the experience of a dad feels in the sense because you know that is his son. So he got to pretty much do everything that he got to do that he wanted to do with his yeah. dad. Yeah. And I see it as since he wasn't the one that actually was able to meet and grow up with the father, I feel like that makes it even more of a reason why he had the mm. ability to do what his dad could do and not the older brother. It gives the reality of also the bond, like you said, but that's how I also see it as well. Yeah, I like how that came full circle like that. I was going to ask, like, did y'all feel as if that twist about the, uh, it turned out the brother was like the real father figure to his lifetime the whole time. Did you feel as if like it was a little bit I don't want to say out of nowhere, but when you realize that's what they were really saying the whole time, it kind of makes you think like, mm, I was kind of surprised that that was the angle that they were going for. Like when he get like in the scene where he's doing the checklist checklist and he's going back and remembering all the, the memories with his brother. I was like, I wasn't expecting that because, but I get it in a sense of, you know, the father figure, like he actually had someone to be by his side growing up, but I didn't expect that to be the point of the film. Yeah. To me the to me the film was about was very uplifting. 
Like, mm-hmm. and just the, the relationship between him and his brother. Like, his brother was very supportive and very encouraging of, like, everything that Ian did. Like, even when, you know, it comes out that Ian doesn't, you know, thinks that he's a um a screw-up or whatever. Like, he was still supportive of his brother. So I feel like within it, it had a lot of good messages about just, like, supporting the people that you say you love. Yeah. As, that's why, um, with what you said, I actually didn't have a problem with it. Um <clears throat> When he started to go down the list at the end, I kind of started thinking, like, he did all of that stuff with mm-hmm. his dad. Regardless if he say he didn't, his dad was still there, at least mm-hmm. half of him. Mm-hmm. And the brother was the main one that was, like, replacing the top part of the dad. He mm-hmm. was talking him through it. So he technically still had him there. So I was like, yeah, you you did all of this. So, I mean, I like it. The message was really good. Like, it got me. I was like, okay, this is a good message, like. Because a lot of people sometimes don't have their father. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do have an older sibling. And that older sibling is what then to step into place mm-hmm. to help raise their child or help raise their younger sibling. And they kind of are looked at like the head. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I like the message, though, for what it was. Like, It talked about sacrifice as well. I feel like having to sacrifice, you know, what you know, what you want for yourself for the sake of someone else. Like it showed them both doing that for each other. Thought that was very powerful as well. I thought that was a great way to uh, somewhat end the film because basically we're at this point we're really uh, talking towards the ending. So I did like that, and I really love the fact that they didn't cheat or cop out. Like Ian made a choice; he made a decision. If you do this, you're not going to see him, and if you do, you will. If you don't, you won't. And that just said a lot about his character, like his growth, his maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so because of that, it was like there are parts where I am on the edge of my seat because you don't want the dragon to interfere because this is it. It's now or never. And so even the way that they did with the splinter and they brought that up. So I was like, I'm I'm glad. That was kind of dope. That was kind of dope. Because I was like, what is he going to do? How is he going to win? But Mm -hmm. that was cool. And I mean, I feel like he made the right decision as well. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, I mean, he never got to meet his dad. At least the older brother grew up some part of his life with him. Yeah, because what he also... What he did was, um, as uh, being mature about it, he not only sacrificed himself to uh, make sure he doesn't uh, see his father, but he gave his brother the closure with his father that he never was... Yeah, he he never was able to get that because his last quote-unquote memory Mm -hmm. was a bad one. Right. So... That's why why I say he made the right choice. Yeah, that was beautiful. That's nice. So... And on top of that, too, um, the director, his name is Dan uh, Scanlon, which, by the way, his other Pixar film was Monsters University. Didn't really like that film, to be honest. I saw pieces of it. It's yeah. It was on, and I wasn't yeah. really paying attention. <laughs> we can all say Onward was a lot better and more yeah. original, too. So I always get Pixar Very, yeah. credit for just originality. Very original. Very original. But um, I mean, it was still a coming-of-age story, which is yeah. still a common... It was a good theme, one. But still, still good. Um, but he actually based this on uh, his real life. He actually has tapes of his father's voice before his father passed, and he was never wow. able to meet him. And I think his brother did have uh, some memories with him before he passed away. So it makes sense in the film that Ian still never was able to see his father, no matter what, towards the end. But it was able to uh, you know, pass that for his uh, brother to see. So I was like... I. I like where it came from with that. Wow. That does make the story uh, a little bit more real. Yeah, yeah. sweeter. I, I'm not gonna lie, I cried at the end a little bit. Did you cry? I cried. I got goosebumps. Yeah, I did. Mm, I because goosebumps. you know, in my timing of my own sacrifice in our own situation that we're dealing with mm. as a nation, um, 
when he sacrificed and in, in in the scene where he's looking through the rocks and mm. he sees he's they, he sees them embracing and then he sees them wither away. But then but he's like he's crying, but I can tell he's crying because he's happy that his brother got that moment. He's not crying because his dad is gone, because he's always been gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that sacrifice you know benefited someone else in the in the long long run. So I was like, okay, I'll take that. You know, first time I actually saw this, I shed a tear, but I didn't cry oh as much. Gosh. I'm gonna tell you yeah, why. I shed a tear. I shed a tear because exactly what she's saying. Are you crying at Toy Story? Okay, first off, Leave Toy us. Story three. Don't don't even try me oh, on that. I boohooed in that film. That was the first movie I ever cried in, my friend. And I will what? happily go into detail with that on another uh, wow. episode. Happily go into detail why I cried in Toy Story three ask. and why Toy Story four just doesn't work for me like that. But anyway, with that being said. <laughs> Shed a tear in this film because of exactly what you said. But the reason I didn't like boohoo like Toy Story or even Coco for that matter. Oh, because I boohooed in Coco. Coco. Never but, watched it. But, Ooh, spoilers. I'm about to get into like mild, mild spoilers because I don't want to uh, kill your you experience. Need to still watch it. Yeah. You need to. Still watch At the end where everything is unraveling, Coco, with mm-hmm. its characters, those characters are crying throughout the whole entire experience as to what is going on. So when Miguel is singing for a certain somebody, mm-hmm. he is singing before he picks up the guitar, during the guitar, after the guitar. Then when the family comes in, they're crying and it's like they're not stopping with this with their tears. So I can't stop because it's I'm in a, invested with so these emotional. characters. It's so emotional. Yes. And with Onward, when uh Barley, uh Barley, Chris Pratt's character when he sees his father from a distance, he's not crying. He's not like in there like I would think he would be in I, there. I didn't expect that as well. I expect him to like fall. Yes, and, like, exactly. Get super but they were like chopping it up like exactly. a regular day. And, like, hmm. and so when he comes and he sees uh you know Ian and Ian's like, what did he say? You know he's trying to hold back the tears, but Bartley again he's like, oh, he just says wizard name would have been whatever it was. Then they laugh and then he gives Ian a hug, but again. He's not all the way emotionally there, or at least what I would think he would be. So it's like, I get it. It makes sense. But I could be a lot farther with my emotions if the movie was, and it's not. But compared to movies like Coco or Toy Story 3, like or even Inside Out for that matter. Yeah, whole I would different expect, story. I would expect it more emotion, especially from Bartley. The most, yes. like he literally is appearing in front of you. Like the emotions were fine. Fine. You know, no, no, no. That's right. That's that's the word. Fine. Coco were, and Toy Story three are not fine. They are above fine. Maybe because he hasn't seen the emotion. Coco. The emotion that that he gave in the film were good. You know what? They were probably emotions. I, 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 I you know how what? he did it because you know he didn't know his dad either. No, Bartley knew his dad. All he remembered was the tap of the foot and yeah. the bad memory. He still has more memories about him, like even by looking I, at the picture. I mean, but but to think at the, at the age that I think he is now, I'm assuming maybe he's like in his twenties at this point, because um, they made him seem like much older than his. Brother. He was in college. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So like you know, late teens, early twenties. I would expect him, and then he didn't see his dad since he looked what like three, four, maybe. That's a long time. So I mean, if if I'm seeing my dad just recreate himself in front of me like for the first time, and only for like what five minutes. Right, uh, two minutes. Like I'm not gonna know. spend that five two minutes crying. I'm gonna be like, but how can you control happy, it? Like, Yo. 
I guess you, you gotta have, you gotta let it go afterwards. Okay, you know I guess if you, you have that type gone. of focus and that type of restraint. no, that that's just something he. I could see say, I you know. not yeah. crying. I can see him being like probably and why he thinks I cried like I cried like three times my whole life probably like three or four. As you see, I cried hours ago watching this movie. So that's nothing for me. So yeah, yeah, that's why it makes so, sense okay, for so that's, him. Okay, that's that's his being. I can see why he wouldn't cry at that. Copy but that. for me and you, like we're thinking, like no, this is the fuck. We just went on a journey to bring him back to life, and and, and to only that, spend two minutes with him. And not only that, you're the only one that's spending two minutes with him. Like you're the only one that gets to have that privilege after you're the one that messed up so many times. That makes you Barley, messed up. Barley did get on my nerves. Makes a lot. more sense for him not to spend time boohooing about it. You gotta make what you can out of that situation. But he ain't shit like well. They no, didn't all, show him wiping his eye. No, he didn't wipe his eye. He like wiped his like nose. Like he, he was, was sniffing. Like, okay, the man knows his No, running, like you gotta. I, I wanted some boohooing from him. I, I needed some. You know what? It, he oh should have boohooed. Or you know, you know, you know, or you know, what? even better. He could have held it in and then boohooed with Ian when he's giving Ian the hug. Like you gotta have more than what you. I was boohooing for Ian. I was very sad for him. Ian like I was understand now that you explained the or like the origin story of the story, it makes mm-hmm. sense why he didn't end up seeing his dad. But I was right. I felt really bad for him that he got stuck in that little wall. I did too, and couldn't get to him. And I was just like, this whole thing but was for you. Like it, it was, but that's uh, where again, like <laughs> his character development. Like you are not the same person you were at the yeah. beginning, or at least not yeah. so much. And also, like, reminds it reminds me of uh, Frozen Two. I don't know if y'all uh, seen I the didn't film. Watch it. No, okay, I'm not uh, going to. mild spoilers. Mild spoilers. I know because she no she spoil won't. it all. It's fine. It's all. It, <laughs> I don't really care for Frozen, so I don't. I'm not the biggest Frozen fan either. I think it's completely overrated. I was a teacher's assistant for a fourth grade class when that came out. The first one. Yes. Ooh. I can only imagine how many rough. times you've seen that. Film. Oh my gosh! So I have like a specific distance, right? From that. Well, franchise. to make to make a long story short, Frozen Two, it was similar decisions made at the end of the film to where if this happens, then this is going to be the consequence behind it. In Frozen Two, again, my spoilers, everything works out. Like it's all good, it's perfect, and that's why I was like, oh my gosh, just like no, that's not the message that which is where onward comes in is like no. If you do this, this one thing that you've been going for throughout the whole film is gone. You're sacrificing this. And that's what happened. That's what makes it even, again, more emotional, more engaging. You're just like, oh, my gosh, I feel bad, but I understand the decision. So Frozen 2 is like, oh, no, nah, man, it's all good no matter what. I just, Again, I don't want to down Frozen 2, but I say that because that's the, the most recent Disney animated film I saw that had a similarity to this type of ending. And it just didn't work out. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's just kind of. It kind of pissed me off. Yeah, you but know no. what, you know what pissed me off? What pissed you off? Ian pissed me off. Ian pissed you off. How yes. did Ian piss you off? This man, brother, showed this man that he was right time after time after time. They get to the end, and he gets mad at this man and leaves and okay. abandoned him. Yeah, that's okay. I I know what you're saying too. Like he proved you wrong. Oh, let's take the highway. He's like, but we can go this way. Trust me. No, no, no. Take the highway. You fuck up. Then you take the highway, you find everything you need, you get to the end and you leave them. That was the movie uh, saying like, okay, we need the beginning third act of them separating. We need that part of the film to come in. And that to me kind of felt a bit unnatural because again, what you're saying is correct. It just was like, yeah, he's right throughout the whole time. And 
on one hand, I also see where Ian's coming from. I can see why he's mad too, because he just knows that we are on a crunching time limit and it just seems like all hope is lost and i'm not gonna lie when they first came out of the drain and i saw the school i was like wait what what just happened whoa whoa, whoa. this whole quest led back to this basic school that kind of yeah that confused me as well it didn't make sense i didn't know where that's where i was confused too but i guess it was a long no no that sewer wasn't that damn long bro yeah but the sewer though but but the sewer was the water thing that filled up with the, with the stone at the mm-hmm. bottom. How could that be the sewer? I don't know. I don't know how I the mean, construction I, people could not have caught that when they're doing construction right around the corner. Don't know. Because I, I know it's like a mystical world. So like how mystical is everything? Like because they were running from the gelatin and then the, the arrows and they were like going through like a trap. Which was a cool scene, by the way. That was. That was very. I was very impressed when that ended. I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I really felt like that was happening. But so, you didn't like that? Scene that little Indiana Jones type montage. Yeah, no, no, the was scene nice. was fine. The, the, I like the scene. The scene was fine. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, them ending up at the school. Yeah, the school thing. That was, that was stupid. But I mean, hey, you know, it was also interesting too because when the Manticore, uh, you know, again with the uh, third act when she was building up. Who, by the way, I thought she was pretty funny. Yeah. I kind of cracked up when she went crazy on the karaoke machine, and she was like. You know, what have I been doing with my life? I kind of like that. I like when she was breathing fire on everything because she mm-hmm. was starting to realize that she was living a lie. I like when characters embrace who they're really supposed to be. I like when stories like go like that. Right. But when she said that uh, there is a curse that they're unaware of and they need to hurry up or else all hell is going to break loose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I just feel like you kind of built that up a little too much. The third act, yeah, it's a dragon. <laughs> but, you know, two minutes later, they get the sword and they cut it down. And it was like all good on that part. I was like, no. I don't know if that's a, being a little bit nitpicky, but it's kind of like I feel like there is build up. Maybe it's also because of the location. It's at the school, which just is so boring. I did. I can't believe it came all the way back to that. I think, I think that's you're just being me. nitpicky with that one, bro. Just on a little bit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they couldn't defeat it without her sword. Yeah. So they, she no, really, I, she really was telling the truth. Like, no, I they get, don't know what they're getting into. Like, I get that, but it's just like the stakes of what's going on with that. It's like when we get there, I feel like it's not as bad as I would have thought. Because again, they have everything they need to defeat it, and they defeated it. You know, Ian that was dragon able. Dragon wouldn't like it. Wasn't no bitch. Like he was. Yeah, coming, but you know they got. It took only two minutes to uh, take it down. It, it come on. Like well, if I'm, once I'm, once the what what's the the the, the Manticore man, like Manticore I always forget once the Manticore's back went out like she was she was only in there for like the very beginning of the fight like she didn't help that much so I felt like I want to commend the mom I always I wanted to know I, I did like, like her. the mom I like I mom. even like how they brought that back like when she's a I am a warrior from yes, the beginning and then she was doing yeah. the little zumba zumba yeah. jumps mm-hmm. up the dragon and stuff mm-hmm. that was cute so. But yeah, once her once that lady's back went out, all they had left was the sword. So I feel like I don't know, they made her seem super important and then just kind of retracted her from Let me ask, were you more so on the edge of your seat for that scene or the scene with the uh fairies on the highway? Mm, the fairies on the highway I knew they were gonna get away from them. So I wasn't really that invested in that scene. Cause okay. I was like it made it would make no sense for these little fairies. Who, Even if they get away, but like, what if it's something bad, like the van crashes, or like now they gotta walk the rest of this journey on foot, which you know is gonna take longer time. I so it's just that like could happen at any moment. The whole van thing, because of how like 
amping how they were amping up how like beat down and broken it was. I just felt like that could have happened at any moment. And what about you? What you thought about that? More so the other part, not the fairies. Really? Yeah. I mean the okay. fairies. I mean you got to remember, bro. Like, that was kind of comedic to me. Yeah, like that's all it was, and then it was still like kind of going into mid film. You know, hold on. Something I wanted to also talk to you about, to where it's probably only me and you're going to get this. There were so many times where uh, Bartley throughout the film was getting them into trouble. And I was just like, this movie. Yes. And the one part. exactly what you talked about. The the one part that I was like, if only Jerry was here, I would just look at him. And the part I'm talking about is when uh, Ian is walking out and he's like, where's Bartley? And he's talking to one of the fairies on the ground. I was just like, if Jerry was here right now, I'd be like, yo, is this guy like Aaron or something? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like the, the amount of times he would just get them in certain trouble. And he's just, even like the dialogue in me was like, when um, the fairy was asking uh, Barley, he said, are you calling us lazy? He's like, no, 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 not you. Your ancestors. <laughs> right. I was like, oh my God, that's a fairy. That's that a, reminds me of just like when white people put their foot in their mouth. Like, no, it's, it's yeah, just funny because it's somebody we, we actually that. know somebody that's like, like that like that that will literally has done shit like that. Mm. As a matter of fact, fact, almost everything Bartley was doing in the film, even like down to the car, like when there's uh, when they got uh, when they pulled themselves over because they were out of gas, he said, "But it says full." He's like, oh, "Nah, that's broken." That <laughs> I'm just work. like, "Oh, that's so air." Like I, I feel that. I think that's one reason I was able to connect more to that character. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's Aaron all the way. All the way. way. Shout out to Aaron, wherever you are in this world. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. So, yeah. um, All that being said, I thought it was a a fine film. I was wondering, too, like, where would you uh, rate this in in y'all Pixar films? Like to me, it wouldn't really be top five. Oh, you know, no. even to go back to Aaron, one more thing too. It was the first time I was like, "This is like Aaron." Is when uh, Ian had the uh, the staff, and he was so close to the ending, and then Barley comes in. No way, it can't Girl. be like that. And then, bam, they have the spell. And I was like, "Oh man, my gosh!" That's that's when I had like a distaste for him. I was like, "I don't know if I'm gonna like this character because he fucking stuff up." Didn't didn't he kind of remind you he, of Jack Black? Yes. The like, shorts. The, the shorts. When you think about it, like I was like, I feel like this is something for Jack Black first until Chris Pratt came along. And they're like, like oh, in no. live action, yes. Oh yeah, but even like uh, so, like what he reminded me of was like Poe from Kung Fu Panda. How Poe was just so excited for everything, but you know, he knew he had the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, he was very clumsy, very but clumsy still. what made him hero was that he, not only is he the protagonist, but like he had a sense of love for everything that he did and care and careness for everything. It's Poe's different, no, I but get it. I get it. Cause he had yeah. that deep care for his brother and this stuff that he was into, like all the yeah. magic and the history of the town, blah, 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 all this stuff. He was very passionate about the things. He cared yes. About. Is it me or is it kind of crazy how like the dungeon and dragon thing really was like their real life? I thought that was a. I, I like the way they actually incorporated that in the film. To be honest, like the same fucking restaurant, the same oh, restaurant. The, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what's crazy? The stone. Yeah. The yeah, all the, that. Yeah. The first time that scene happened, where they went to the tavern and they opened up the doors and everything, and it turned out to be like this Chuck E. Cheese place. First thing that came to my mind was like, "Where's parking?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That is, that's just yeah, because it was like in the woods. Yeah, it was in the yeah, woods. Yeah, I was like, I "How do people get here?" Like, it's a scary. Back yeah. place you got back here. I don't. I don't. Anyway. Not very welcome. 
Yeah, I, I get the attention and the build up to it, but it's just like those are the questions I'm going through in my mind because again, that's the world they are living in. It's their society, you know. So it's just like if no you're trying to be like mind. us, how did you make that happen? I also think it's funny. Sorry, I also think it's funny that Ian was trying to. I guess be well. He was trying to I guess get friends, not so much much be popular, right? Mm, yeah, you talking not, about yeah, when he was trying friends. to do his list at the beginning. Yeah, in the yeah. beginning, but then it was funny to me that he went up to what we would consider nerds. I guess in school, if we were to see him, like, oh, you know, look at these nerds. You know, you got one. You know, she's what was she breaking out or some shit? Like she had like pimples everywhere or something. I and think that was the big. The other dude, dude was handicapped. The big dude was like handicapped, didn't have feet, and then the other yeah. person was like really short. And then there was like a black girl with a And I just thought it was funny that he was like, I want to be part of y'all crew. And I was like, wow. I mean, he seemed like he would fit that type yeah. of crew, so it makes sense. I'm glad they, they, they kept him honest. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's that cool. I just thought with. it was kind of funny. I was like, you know, wow. Something else, too, is again, those tiny details. I actually liked the group that he was talking to because of the way like they were interacting back with him. Mm-hmm. They were like kind of smiling, but they weren't being like jerks or me mm-hmm. or anything. They were like, are they you were, trying to invite us to Yeah, a party? they were actually kind of confused as to why he was nervous. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I was expecting him to probably go up to like jerks. And then when I saw that, I was just like... Yeah. He still ended up being nervous. A welcoming <laughs> touch to something yeah. of that type of topic. Yeah. yeah. And then here comes Jack Black slash Chris Pratt Make it uh, to make up, it worse. Yeah, Even the van he drove that reminded me of, like School of Rock, Jack Black. Yeah, that was like uh, and he has that vibe. That vibe of just a jolly guy. Yeah, super happy about everything. They were like, Always "Nah, we gotta screaming. get we gotta get these two MCU characters, you know, Star Lord and Peter Parker, Peter Quill and Peter Parker." That was just that's what's gonna really sell it, hmm. I guess. Hmm. But you know, another thing I did like too was when uh, Ian had to cross the bridge. That was, I was funny, that in my head and now. the tension was crazy at the yeah, same time. I thought that was a very like, that I felt like that was a moment as well, like mm-hmm. a lesson. It's like you know when you think you need backup, you really don't. When right. You, don't, you know when, when you don't know that it's there. And that's so why I, that was kind of cute. I mean, even when he asked, "Is like how long was the rope off? I needed it." And then of course the line after was, "Oh, but did you?" Like, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's cute. Okay. Yeah, cute. I'll write that down. I'll put it on the list to yeah, check I'll, off. I'll, yeah, I'll put it on the list. That was cute. Yeah." But again, that's why I was uh, also wondering to uh, to go back, like, where would y'all rank this? Like, would this be in your top five Pixar films or top five worst or in the middle? Because, I mean, you have your classics like the Toy Story trilogy, Inside Out, Coco, Up, Monsters, Inc., uh, Ratatouille, Incredibles. Mm. Then you have your okay ones, or at least to me, like uh, Monsters University, the Cars trilogy, uh, WALL-E. I mean, cars. It's the you know what's crazy. Was good. It's fine. I have no problem with it. Me like, it crosses over into my adulthood. So. Into what you like? Into time. my adulthood is what I'm saying. Like I would still watch it now. The would first you, one. The more first about the second, the, and the third. One. First one, literally the only one. The Final Nemo was, was Pixar too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's old. Yeah, it's not classic. top five. Definitely not top five. <laughs> well, all the um, ones that we grew up on are all in my top five, top ten probably. And like, onward wouldn't make it up there. Mm, Cause then you said up, and I forgot about up. Up was good too. Up was lit. So I don't know what to make it top ten. It wouldn't. It's 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 not bad, but as far as like my ranking would go, I gotta keep it honest. I don't know if it makes top ten. It's ten. Yeah. But I gotta go back through my list. And what, same with you too. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Fair enough. Well, with that being said too, like, what would y'all rate this film? Again, I'm gonna go off of uh, ratings as in uh, the grades. 
like like B plus or A minus. Okay. I'm, I'm trying that instead of like what out of ten. Okay. So I'll, let me hear you, Shan. What would you say? Hmm. It was a very valiant effort. Um, you know, they they really tried to make some points in certain areas. Some you know hit or miss. That's life. That is. So uh, you know, I'm not gonna do them bad. I give them an eight. Oh no, letter grade. Oh, letter grade. Dang, I wasn't even listening. Um, so I an eight. Number two. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> eight. I feel like that would translate. I'll give him. I'll give him an A minus. That's that's pretty good. Pretty high. Yeah. yeah that's that's pretty good. B plus. B between a B plus and an A minus because it wasn't like it was bad. It was just like. <sighs> I see where you're coming from, but that's why when I was asking, like, where would it be in your um. In your top ten or whatever, if it's that low but still a high grading, that means everything above onward has to be like at least an A plus, like oh, yeah, super sure. close to that. Yeah, my, no, my Pixar list is very tight. Like, it, it, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. Okay. So, but yeah, what, B what plus, B plus, A minus, somewhere in there. People, okay. Well, what about you, right now? What you what you thinking? Um, honestly, I must say uh, B minus. That's uh, what I'm gonna say. Okay. I mean, because, I mean, initially I was going to say about a seven and a half. So, I mean, shit, I was going to say an eight, really. But that's mm-hmm. pretty much B minus. Like, yeah. Like, it's not bad, but it's like, mm. Like, I'll watch it. I'll watch it again with somebody. I'm not watching it by myself yeah. again. You watch it on, like, I, Dis- Disney Plus while this pandemic yeah. is going on? Like, that's yeah, all yeah, you yeah, do? Like, if with my wife wanted to watch it, then I'll watch it with her. So. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go between y'all on this one. You say B minus, you say B plus. I'm gonna just give it a, a solid B. Um, again, it was enjoyable. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Simpsons cartoon before that, I almost forgot about that. Did that? That was funny. Okay, so that I was, was hilarious. My IC when the beginning of it started. So you when missed I walked, it? when you I missed walked the Simpsons in, cartoon. I did. So I'm really mad. Oh, I didn't know. Man. I missed. When I walked in, they were ta- they were already in the origin story and talking about the magic. It was funny. Dang it was. It, uh, it actually almost made me want to go watch the Simpsons. <laughs> it was. What was? It was. Come on, give me something. Tell me. It's like I mean, you kind of got to see it. Is there yeah. a way we can like pull it up on YouTube? Maybe. Probably. Probably. I doubt it's it. It's still in theater, yeah, so I doubt, it. I doubt it. It's it's fun, but here the thing that kind of made me like wow is that it says Disney welcomes the Simpsons, which is just so weird. Even like at the end, you know where it says like I don't know if y'all watch the Simpsons like that, but at the end it has like Gracie films, and it's like dun 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 dun. You don't don't really pay attention to that, but okay, okay. Well, basically, I didn't see it, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's something that happens at the end of like every Simpsons ep- Simpsons episodes, mm-hmm. but in this one, it's like an odd. And when the when it happens, it's like a lot of people are in the audience and they're like watching like a blue screen that says Gracie Films, and there's like one person that goes shh, and then the thing happens. Anyway, with that being said, uh, this time uh, Mickey Mouse was in the audience, and it's just like this is weird, but mm. okay. Because Simpsons is kind of adultish, so it for Disney to bring it in all willy nilly, it's like making cameos, even in what, everything, now. even what they did was adult, like yeah, like oh. adults only adults <laughs> really like would have yeah. understood Got what was joke. going on. Dang. All right, yeah. I'm about to see it on Twitter when it when it circulates to social. No little kid can watch that and be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they wouldn't understand off the top of their yeah. head, but it was cute. It was fine. It was yeah. something yes yeah, for onward cool. 
It was uh, interesting because I thought they were going to do like a Pixar animated short film because they didn't do that for the last movie, which is Toy Story 4. They didn't have anything before that. They just went straight to the movie. Which... That's what I thought was going to happen. That's why I was like, ooh, let me go yeah, but... refill my icy. Nah, they just straight up Simpsons. I walked back in. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> At least you got to see the movie by yourself. Like, by in the theater, right? myself. Like... I was in the big chilling. I moved seats like twice. Oh, for real. Did you see it by yourself too? Like, was there people in your theater? No, there was people in there. Oh. Yeah. I'm with you, Shan. So Completely. no one was in the theater with uh, me and my friend when we saw it. We were like, oh my gosh, this is too, this is too good to be true. I had some damn kids. So. Yeah. <sighs> had my feet kicked up. Yeah, it was fine. I kids answered was... the phone like several times. Oh. <laughs> kids was crying and shit. Oh, were they crying at the end? No, they were crying during the movie. Children. Oh, they're just like, uh, crying. It's cr- it's like infants and shit. See, I would have been pissed if that was like Coco Toy Story 3. But I don't know where it's like, eh, I can I can fight I for some Coco of those I watched Coco in the comfort of my home when it made it to Netflix. Mm. <laughs> but with all that being said, guys, so give it a B plus. Actually, too, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like, what, 89%. So I don't know if that's a little too high for y'all. Or actually, I think it's 85. It's one of those two. Y'all yeah. think that's a little too high? or like 85 that's... about right. No, yeah. 87. It's 87. I'm like in high. the 80s. Like it's not like a knocked, knocked out of the park type thing, but it's not like it was a waste. Yeah, not like they like wasted their time. Like it was like it was cute. Well, with all that being said, guys, I want to thank y'all for coming and talking to me about Onward. You know, I don't know if we're going to be releasing any new episodes anytime soon with what's going on with the theaters. The quarantine. Yeah. Stay your ass in the house. Yeah, what the heck going on? Hopefully, we'll just start talking about some older movies that you know. I can do some throwbacks. Yeah, we should talk about The Breakfast Club on my birthday because you like The Breakfast Club. That's my favorite movie. Oh, oh like and the day too. the day in the movie is March twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I be down you. for that. Yeah. So You'd be down for that. I would Jerry. love to talk about that movie. Would I be down for it? Yeah. Would you be down I, for I it? I think it would be cool. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. No, nah, I come. I come join in for it. All right. Well. Again, one thank y'all. Uh, before we head out, I would like to know where the uh, audience out there can find you. Starting, with, I'm gonna start with Sham first. Um, okay. Yes, I'm gonna start with Sham first. All right, Sham for that thing. Okay, uh, Instagram, Twitter, both underscore Sham Wow. Sham like champagne. C H A M. So underscore Sham Wow. W O W W two W's at the end. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right. What about you, Rock? Now, where can we find you? <clears throat> Well, you all can find me on Instagram at I am underscore rock IX. Um, also, I stream. Um, you can find me on Twitch at rock IX underscore. Yeah. What so, games do you play on Twitch? Um, Apex, Call of Duty. I'm trying other games. Once I get my PC fixed, we're going to be in there. It's gonna be like, come through, join up. Cool. <clears throat> all right. You guys can find me on Instagram at I'm the filmmaker. Uh, I want to know what you guys thought about Onward. Did you even see the film with what's going on out there? So did you like leave your house to see this before the pandemic? Whatever the case is, uh, let us know in the comment section below. And guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on Movies on Our Minds. Peace. Peace.